0: Time to get curious, it's the Hey Let Me Ask You Something podcast, the show dedicated to inspiring more people to ask more questions and have more interesting conversations. On this week's show, Kristen and I are talking all about toxic people and toxic relationships, how to notice them, not get into them, and if you do, how to get out. But I think toxic people are a little bit more slow and insidious, like they I
1: agree.
0: They eat away at you.
1: That's the kind of thing where it feels so good around this person. Um, but it's not and you think, this is what it's always supposed to be, but it's really not because it's not realistic.
0: Finding someone that compliments you rather than complete you because if you're looking outside of yourself for completion, you, you ain't never gonna find
1: it. I also think though, that once we see that a person is not making us feel good, let's put it that way. I think sometimes a lot of it why we continue is our own stuff.
0: The best way for you to help us inspire more conversations and easily find more of our killer episodes is to hit that subscribe button and share the show with your friends. And check us out on YouTube if you wanna see us as well as hear us. And remember, we love that you're listening, but this show is for entertainment and we are not your therapist or your coach. We are not providing professional advice either from us or our guests. Give the full disclaimer in the show notes a once over for more on that. All right, folks, let's start the conversation. So tell me more about your,
1: um, your my juvenile hobby, your,
0: your bracelet making.
1: Yes, I um, I have these bracelets. If anyone's noticed them, they're really old. They're
0: cute. I like yeah, them. And little I, friendship bracelets. I make
1: them with my niece, and then I've literally had the same ones on my arm for a year, which says a lot for the bracelet making thing. And I saw her over the weekend, and she was like, Aunt Kristen, we're not going to have time because we were there for my nephew's communion mm-hmm. to make bracelets. And so I, I made one for you, and it has a heart. I mean, she's cute. Aww. So I ordered myself a bracelet making kit. That's <laughs> so everyone's getting bracelets, like it or not.
0: Love it. <laughs> and that speaks to how sturdy they are if you've been oh wearing God. them for is a year. It, and this
1: is a child's kit. These things probably need to go in the trash, but I can't bear to get this one. I can't get rid of because my niece made this one. The oh other two might need to take a rest. I made them.
0: What are they elastic bands? Yes,
1: that's what. That's the key. But can you believe it? I haven't taken them off, and it was in June last year. I've never taken them off, your, and they're still on my arm. They didn't break.
0: Your wrist is probably really dirty. My
1: wrist is probably really dirty, and there's a tan <laughs> line already, so. Dirty wrist.
0: No, I mean make if it's if it means something to you. Keep of
1: course. I'm very similar. No matter how
0: like Ratty I, yeah, I don't I don't really look at people's accoutrement and I'm and like Oh,
1: that's a word. Right. Big I word, don't Really Big Word Wednesday big word here Wednesday. in Philly.
0: what a word Wednesday. Um I don't people look at people's bracelets or accessories and I'm like, that's gross. Unless it's like food on it or yeah unless or it's, it's like ripped, ripped that yeah. has food dripping off of it or something which yeah. is yeah no I mean usually it's sentimental and it means something to yeah. you so yeah
1: okay. I'm not gonna lose sleep about it I'm gonna have fun with my little kit though no
0: yeah <laughs> I expect a bracelet <laughs> okay what, what letters would you put on my bracelet
1: I don't know I've already been thinking what I, what I would put for like one for you and some of my other friends and I don't know yet I'm kind of like I'll I'll let the spirit move let me the spirit when move the me. beads the, arrive. The, the
0: bracelet making yes, spirit. Yes. <laughs> what
1: about you? What's going on? You're not making bracelets.
0: I'm not making bracelets. I did, um, I did repair a bracelet that I have. Um, with I bought some elastic bands from Michaels and and repaired some stuff, but I'm not. Uh, I have not explored my my uh, jewelry making skills oh. as of late. Well,
1: I'll be happy to bring my kid over if you.
0: Would Ooh, like. yeah! Let's have jewelry making night, <laughs> Sunday fun day, make it Sunday, whatever it is. Yeah, I like that. Um, what have I been doing? I've been getting a lot more um, focused on improv. So okay. I've been coaching a bunch of teams. I'm teaching a class. Um, looking to perform more, so I'm really happy that everything's starting to open back up yeah, because I'm exciting. stepping back into my my performance persona, and it's really really nice.
1: Pretty soon, you're gonna have to sign an autograph for me or autograph something for
0: me. I will. <laughs> yes, my I have. Have you ever? Um, do you remember when you used to? Uh, practice your signature mm-hmm. when you're growing up oh my god I'm sure I filled three notebooks just practicing what I wanted my signature to look like and how it looks like today is nothing like I practiced. no
1: me neither <laughs> because they they pushed so much like proper penmanship then and then like bubble letters came along and it was over but I mm-hmm. still have really good penmanship
0: do they still teach cursive
1: yeah, I don't know. Anyone don't that knows, write us, please. Know, hey, yeah. let me ask let you something us know. At, e- at email at Gmail <laughs> 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 on the email thing. On Generic
0: dot com. Yeah, yeah. I I heard somewhere that they don't teach penmanship anymore. Like not penmanship, but like they don't teach cursive anymore because nobody be really a waste writes of in the
1: cursive. Class, to be quite honest.
0: So people, like, what, like, what do
1: you write need me? it for? You have to not do it, sign your name, but like. But that's that's
0: cursive. Right?
1: Oh, yeah. yeah, mine's a mix. Mostly it's cursive, though.
0: Wow. I'm going to look that up. I will report back next show if people still teach pen, uh, cursive in school.
1: And if you don't know what we're talking about, then they probably don't.
0: <laughs> right? I said I was going to look on my phone, but we're <laughs> recording <laughs> with my phone, so I can't look up. Uh, that's fine. that's I, fine. I
1: also forgot, I don't want to cut you off, no. but I forgot a big, giant announcement
0: please the
1: pool opened shut your face yes it did oh man i was at the pool on sunday when are we
0: coming over
1: and whenever you want i'll be there all day saturday it's gonna be hot as hell here in philadelphia and i am there all day you are welcome
0: that's awesome you know y'all
1: heard me talk about tennis in the pool over and over again my happy time has arrived
0: my uh my body is ready for the beach
1: Right, I want to do that
0: too. Do a day trip. Um, speaking of that, I've, uh, I, I've been keeping up on, Twitter, on the Twitterverse with the... There was some weird controversy, non-controversy about uh, the, swim, the Sports Illustrated from Suit Issue. I put saw a, the way they were
1: doing that. I they put a,
0: a... I don't even know. Like a, a, a more voluptuous model.
1: Yeah, the a, a plus size model. Plus
0: size model. Uh, I don't. I don't even know if that's a correct term. I think I, I want to make sure I'm addressing everybody properly. But looked wonderful. I saw the cover. It's great. Very sexy. Great swimsuit. You know, she's beautiful. You know. And then some guy was like, "No, this isn't pretty. You can never tell me like society's forcing don't us to it. find." Get yeah, yeah. You know what? Then don't buy it. Don't look at it.
1: Look away.
0: Go, look at something else. It's it's. It bugs me to no end when people feel like, oh, I don't like this thing, so it's wrong, wrong, and everybody should not like that thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. Go soak your head, you know? They also had a a 74-year-old woman in there. Oh. And um, there's something else, just uh, for diversity's sake. I can't remember, but yeah, there's a 74-year-old woman in there as well. That's awesome. Yeah, they, they put all types of people in there, all types of women. Sports Illustrated is really, I don't want to go on a thing, but again, Sports Illustrated, we, we'd be happy if you wanted to sponsor us. Because <laughs> yes, I'm yes. a big fan. They have embraced diversity and, and, repre- and having different types of women mm-hmm. represented. They've been slowly, every time, they've been doing more and more and more, and I love that. I think that that's great, that that's they've great. kind of more. been on board. I think... You know, for a hot minute
0: now. It's it's a slow process to become more inclusive and more open-minded and mm-hmm. more accepting and more, you know, whatever verb, you know, adjectives you want to use. Um it's not gonna happen overnight, I realize that. It's a it's a long slog through the mud. Um but Every day, hope you know. The hope is that every day gets a little tiny inch better mm-hmm. for for representation for people, you know. And it's it's hard to say that as somebody who lives in in the United States and is fearful that you know hard fought rights are going to be taken away mm-hmm. this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so every little bit of representation makes makes a difference, and I think. It's up to all of us. The, the, the death, I think the death of any kind of bigotry is um, familiarity. You know, the more people you know who are of a, a marginalized class of people, whether it be LGBTQ people, uh, BIPOC Uh, disabled people, you know, neurodivergent, whatever the case may be, the more people you know like that, the harder it is to discriminate. Mm -hmm. The harder it is to hate people who you know and love. So, I think it's on all of us to expand our circles. You know, hang out with a bunch of different people. That's
1: why we live in the big city.
0: That's why I live in a big city. Uh, I live in a pretty diverse neighborhood, actually. um, In South Philly. There's, we live right next to a school, and it's you know very very diverse uh grade school the community is very diverse um you know when we go out to bars and restaurants very diverse population oh. it's like it's nice you know to hear different languages to hear different stories you know to see different faces yeah. i you know it's nice to not just see
1: oh, pudgy pasty good. white guys with I, beards I walking around looking, you know? walking around looking at everybody looks like me all the time
0: Ugh. yeah <laughs> we could do a whole other. We could do a whole other episode about that. But you had an interesting idea about well, something sticking in your brain about toxic people,
1: toxic relationships, toxic, toxic people. Yeah,
0: because that the the swimsuit issue thing made me think about that because it was one guy.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about how I was going to connect him to our one
0: topic. toxic man. Of course, it's a white a freaking white dude who has to ruin the birthday party for everybody. Um... <laughs> It's it's these. What? How would you define toxic? Though I think that's an mm, that's a good that's place a to start with, right?
1: Slaying that on me, huh? Right.
0: Well, you have more degrees than I do. I don't
1: know. I think that toxic. If you think of the word toxic, just in and of itself, I don't have a definition in front of me, but it's something that is um, poisonous, right? Is that the right? Is that a good synonym? Yeah poisonous dangerous um bad for you um something is toxic then it's usually not good for you yeah and oftentimes it can make you not feel well if you're just thinking about not people
0: yeah just toxic in general is is something that over time wears away at your resiliency yeah
1: whether it be physically or emotionally or mentally
0: and if uh <laughs> I don't know if anybody can hear this either on the video or on, on the podcast, but all of my windows and doors are open because it's a gorgeous day here in Philadelphia. So if you hear so a random if you hear a random helicopter or car or a horn or children playing, it just adds to the uh the ambiance of the show.
1: Yeah, welcome to Philadelphia. Welcome We're to giving Philadelphia. you a little piece of Philadelphia. A little
0: taste of where we live. Yep. So deal with it. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I think to- I think you're on track of like. But I, I I feel like toxic is a little more insidious than poison is. I think poison gets you quick.
1: True, I like the way you guess.
0: Toxic gets you slow.
1: Yep, that's you know, a great way. It
0: wears of down differentiating, on you. Yeah. And I feel like when it comes to people i think that's even more accurate that i think we all know poisonous people who like the second we meet them yes. we're like i don't like you and you don't get along and you're like i never want to see that person again i think that there people exist like that but i think toxic people are a little bit more slow and insidious like they i agree they they they, they you know they eat away at you. And that's what makes it more dangerous, I think, is because. I mean, I, I can only think of an example, as an example, our current political environment, because that's what we just had an election here in Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. primary, and the person who won the Republican nomination for governor of Pennsylvania is a very toxic person who. You know, know marched in yet, so uh, marched the January 6th insurrection, um, wants to take away a women's right to bodily autonomy, would not certify the election if a Democrat won the presidential election. This is
1: just a nominee, though. This
0: I'm is just, just a nominee, like right? right? But his way of thinking, and, a, you know, a lot of people in the United States' way of thinking like that it didn't just happen overnight. Mm-hmm. It's a very toxic That's way scary. of thinking about life and about the body politic and about the future and who deserves what rights. And, you know, it doesn't happen overnight. No. Just like repairing the damage doesn't happen overnight, the damage doesn't happen overnight. Mm-hmm. So I think, the you know, calling out the toxicity when you see it and calling it what it is is, is important.
1: I don't know why I was just thinking about carbon monoxide. It's something that's Why were you thinking? I don't know. I do was, you,
0: do you feel no, lightheaded? Should no, we open more windows? I was
1: thinking is that a good example outside of people? It's something that's toxic over time, but you don't know it or see I it right away. I think not, uh, yes. <laughs> we're
0: trying
1: getting, to find a We're getting knowledge. down a weird right, rabbit right, hole, but, are, I, like no, 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 but it. I like it. No, 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 but
0: I like it. I don't know why I'm
1: sitting there trying to think of a synonym no, for I like toxic it. in my no,
0: head. No, 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 um. Well, Britney Spears, obviously. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be a good gay if I didn't mention uh, the classic <laughs> banger from Britney Spears, Toxic. Um, eh, I would think not so much carbon monoxide, but radon.
1: Because <laughs> weird. I went in a weird place.
0: Ra- no, I like it. I think radon would be a better um, connection because radon doesn't get you right away, but it causes cancer over.
1: Right.
0: Or like lead-
1: Yep,
0: like lead paint, lead pipes. Those, I think eating that's lead. Eating lead. Bad idea. Right?
1: <laughs> don't eat lead.
0: Right? Don't just don't don't do it. Um, I think that's one of the reasons why the Roman Empire fell. Right? Lead pipes. Oh,
1: don't. They um, all Don't went, ask me history questions because I will embarrass us both on this podcast. They all slowly went crazy. Right <laughs> I
0: don't know. Uh, again, I'm open for somebody to tell me I'm very wrong, but I read that somewhere. Maybe it was the on the Onion. I don't know. Uh, wouldn't be the first person who mistook an Onion article for a fact. Yeah. Um, but back to toxic people. Uh, Yeah. Ha- it, it, we all know them. Um, we've all had a toxic person in our life. And... Or Why do we keep them around in the first place?
1: I think... A lot of times they draw you in. There's something, whether that be a challenge of getting close to them or um, they present as very, um, as all the things you'd be looking for. They present as fun. They present as um, wanting to be your friend or partner. They present as... Um, um, Yeah. I mean, they, they, they can present one way, and then you find out later they're a different way. I also think, though, that once we see that a person is not making us feel good, let's put it that way, I think sometimes a lot of it why we continue is our own stuff, like our own insecurities with ourself, our own self-esteem that maybe this person plays out. Maybe they like maybe they represent something like they're triggering something from our own selves that we're trying to kind of fix within the relationship. I've seen that a lot if that makes sense. It does.
0: So is a toxic person just by definition also a charismatic person? Because I no. because I think I well, I th- hopefully we all feel this way, but I feel like I would be, have a, have a a good sense of self enough that if I felt like somebody was like bad for me or taking advantage of me, I would not hang out with them anymore. So I would think that a toxic person might have a little knack for charisma. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I feel like, I think, I don't know, like many episodes that we've had, I, I really feel like this issue very much stems around self-esteem.
0: So it's more the person that is the receiver of the toxicity than the person giving off the toxicity.
1: Right, because if a person is triggering very negative stuff from your past and maybe your present as well, or is making you feel a certain way that's familiar, maybe from your, your childhood or growing up, sometimes we can get into these dynamics with these individuals where it's how do I put it, where it's like if you, you're you almost trying, and I'm going really deep, and I don't know if this is too deep, but you're, deep. you're almost trying to resolve past issues that this relationship mimics through that this current relationship. So, for instance, if you had um, a parent that was very emotionally unavailable as a child and that was very difficult for you and you never really got your needs met, And then you end up with a partner Mm -hmm. that's just like that. That wanting to hang on, to not just, obviously there's other things about the person, but that triggers that very, very much. And it keeps you pursuing and pursuing and trying to get those needs met. Because you're trying to to fulfill an unmet need from your childhood that is being um, played out in this relationship. Does that make sense?
0: So are we... This has come up before for people I've with people I've talked to and this is this is the the analogy that pops into my head the most. Is it like when we have a song stuck in our head and it keeps replaying in our head because we our brain is trying to finish it and so we keep repeating the song, trying to finish the song and like get that
1: kind of yeah. get that closure. Kind of.
0: Because the only way, life life hack for everybody listening, if you have a song stuck in your head, the only way to get it out of your head is to finish the song. Mm -hmm. So, like, play the song on your iTunes or Spotify or whatever, Mm -hmm. or, like, sing it the whole way through, and that gets it out of your head. So, that's usually what I think of when we're, like, trying, we replay stuff from our life or, like, get into the same relationship all the time. It's like... We're trying to make it end a different way or like right. reach the end of whatever it is. Right,
1: like a, another example, and it could be a partner or a friend, someone who's very critical of you. And let's say that was how you grew up and that's mm. what you experienced was a critical parent or both of them were critical of you. Then trying to be perfect and not give them a way to criticize you within the relationships is a way to, the same thing, Trying to finish the song. Mm-hmm. Hmm. So I don't, and not every person... right, I'm going to say this and then I might retract. Um, <laughs> I don't know that every toxic relationship, or I guess I'll ask the question, means that the other person you're in the relationship with is a, is a, is a bad person. Or, a, you know what I mean? Like, I think of the example of somebody who um, is lacking that emotional... Connect growing up doesn't get the emotional needs met, right? Mm -hmm. They very often will pick a partner, maybe friends too, because it's familiar, that can't meet their emotional needs. So I don't know if this falls under the toxic or not. But if you pick and pursue people, and you don't know you're doing it, you're not like I'll go find another emotionally unavailable person. That one, (laughs) you don't know you're doing it. Um, often, and. But that tends to happen that way. So if you are then pursuing people unknowingly or subconsciously who can't, can't be emotional, can't um, validate your... Emo- they're just not able to from mm-hmm. their own stuff that they came into adulthood with. Mm-hmm. Then is, if it's just that, that is toxic for the person that's continuing to do that. But is that person on the other end really a bad person no, they just aren't going to be able to meet the needs for you, so that becomes a toxic environment for you. That they that you're going to keep on trying and trying and feeling not enough and feeling um, um, alone and feeling all these things when that person is just not... You, you chose someone that's just not going to work for you, but not because they're intentionally a bad person or a toxic, terrible person.
0: So this is interesting because... Following that logic that you just put out,
1: I've kind of been asking. To but
0: this. no, it's it's interesting point. Is there then such a thing as a toxic person? Because, like, I'll use myself as an example. If I'm, if I keep finding partners or people to go out with and spend my time with that are. Just familiar because they're like fulfilling this weird need or like this role play or whatever it is that I've had in my in my life. That's not good for me, but I keep doing it
1: mm-hmm.
0: subconsciously. It's not necessarily my fault because I'm not doing it consciously. I'm not like you said. I'm not going in saying like this person's terrible for me. Here we go. Mm-hmm. And that person doesn't know, like, they're just being them. So neither person is really consciously being toxic. Right. Oh, this is interesting. So then toxic relationships... I mean... I mean, I'm sure there are people out there who are knowingly mean and, like, knowingly hurt people. Yeah, someone that's very critical
1: and judgmental and putting people down, then that's, that's not a nice person. But I
0: think for the majority... Of relationships that we would define as toxic, maybe it is just two people that really shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're incompatible. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I mean, hopefully that that would get people out there thinking. If you feel like all you do is is find toxic people, or you know. It might not be that they're toxic. It may just be you're looking for these really incompatible people. Yeah, maybe it's a different category than toxic.
1: Uh, I think, when I think of toxic, I also think of people it's really hard to let go of. You may logically see in front of you that this person is not good. The situation is not good. But you're having a hard time letting go. And oftentimes the reason you're having a hard time letting go, I think, is all the stuff that has to do with you. And things that aren't healed within you. Because that's usually the case. Like somebody treating you bad and underneath it all you're thinking, well, I can't do any better than this. Yeah. And putting up with it. And the other thing, too, where the person who's who's not a bad person... <laughs> I don't know what wording to use. Maybe a person who's not toxic but that's incompatible. When, they turn al- when it turns to toxic in my book mm-hmm. is when the individual who's struggling with this person... communicates that what this person's doing is hurting them and is is especially someone who's critical or or just um judgmental or whatever like if you then go to this person and tell them that this behavior is hurtful to them and makes them feel a certain way i feel like if that keeps continuing and that person's got their own issues it's doing that to you Mm -hmm. but if that continues and you keep allowing yourself to be in that situation then maybe then we can slap a toxic label on it
0: yeah i think when it's
1: intentional versus unintentional right
0: when it when it crosses the when it crosses the river into intentional territory then that person i think could be labeled toxic right
1: right then i look at it another way Sorry, we're we're going in circles here. But I go another way and I think, well, maybe somebody that's critical struggles with not being that way. Maybe that criticism has to do with their own anxiety around the relationship or their difficulty getting close or a plethora of different reasons, I'm sure, as to why they're they're being the way they are. Most people are just not straight up mean for, unless they're psychopaths like, you know, just, like, mean to other people and hurt people on purpose. There's usually an underlying reason. But right. maybe that's too much of my therapist hat on that. I don't know. Well, also... It's like the bully versus the kid who's bullied. The bully's just as messed up. I almost cursed. As <laughs> the person being bullied.
0: <laughs> no cursing. Um, yeah,
1: and, and I think
0: there's a little bit of projection in there, too. Because um, usually... And again, I can only think of our current political climate, but usually there's one, there's one party that accuses the other. Now, very much so, which, which bugs the hell out of me and is very um, dangerous, is uh, Republicans saying Democrats are pedophiles and groomers and, you know, it's very dangerous, folks. Please don't do that. There, there are actual pedophiles out there who need to be caught and, and you know, punished for their crimes. It's um, not something to be thrown around. It's not something to be thrown around. Um, but <laughs> usually, it, you know, when there's some kind of sex scandal or, you know, people who are advocating for underage marriage and not let, you know, no... Uh, Uh, want to take away abortion rights with no exceptions for rape or incest. Guess which party does that? It's the... Spoiler alert, it's the Republican Party. So, usually when somebody is accusing you of something very heinous, or a group of people is accusing you of something very heinous, eh, check their background. Mm -hmm. Because I guarantee you there's a skeleton or two there that has a lot to do with what they're accusing you of. Mm -hmm. Um... It's uh, not not projection, deflection. There's another word for it that I can't think of. Yeah, I
1: can't think of that word.
0: Um, but yeah, so there's I think there's some of that in this too, in terms of like if you're with somebody who's very, you would describe as toxic and very demeaning to you and and critical and you know, it's usually because they're dealing with that. Yeah, stuff it too. doesn't
1: take away from it being toxic. It's
0: absolutely, right. Like
1: toxic's toxic. Right. It's toxic to you. You're in it, so you're toxic in, within the relationship. It's, it's basically, to me, when it comes to relationships, it's when a relationship is making you feel bad. Let's just make it really simple. Feel really bad about yourself, about your status of the relationship with that person. That is the, the simplest way to put it. If it is hurting you, or you are feeling bad, or you are feeling very anxious, or you're feeling very depressed, or you're feeling whatever, then that's not a healthy relationship. And the fact that you want to or do hang on to that is where it gets toxic. Do you think...
0: Uh, now, I might be getting off topic, but it just popped into my head. Do you think it's, it's bad... Um, not necessarily bad, but not completely accurate when people say... You know, you want to find the perfect relationship. You got to find somebody who completes you and like yeah, has no, all the no. missing missing parts oh, yeah. that you are looking for, like
1: Jerry Maguire.
0: Yeah, you complete me, kind of thing. I think that's toxic in some ways. Like, Very. I think
1: codependent.
0: Right. I think a good relationship is finding someone who complements you. Yes. It's like you're you're perfect as you are. You have all the parts you need inside of you already. You know, you may need some help. Rearranging them or like mm-hmm. discovering them, but you got all the stuff. Find a good relationship is finding somebody who compliments... and
1: brings out the better brings out parts, the best parts of you. The parts right, that aren't the best.
0: Yeah, that's. I think that's a good. That's a better way to think about relationships and and like um, healthy. Yeah. Neat relationships is. Finding someone that compliments you rather than completes you, because if you're looking outside of yourself for completion, you, you ain't never gonna find it.
1: And that's also part of the reason that people stay in these relationships longer than they should, because they uh, sometimes will think they can't. They need that person to be okay. That that person validates certain parts of themselves, right. even though it's it's ugly. Um, and I think that um, what was my train of thought. Um, I think I know what I was gonna say. I think as far as like romantic relationships are concerned, one of the things that can be a big giant red light red flashing red light Mm -hmm. of dangerous doesn't mean the person's dangerous, but something is when you I don't know if everyone's any people listening have had this type of relationship, I have, where you meet someone and it's immediately like this. You are drawn to them. It's almost an intoxicating feeling this person and you are just physically um, emotionally mentally all the stars align from the get-go and you think they are the most attractive person ever then your judgment goes down the, the crapper basically and that is often can be very that can often lead to toxicity because Then you you, you have the blinders on. You're ignoring things that may come up. I mean, you may, look, you may meet the love of your life and connect and go run off into the sunset. Right. But a lot of times with those types of relationships, there's an unhealthy element to it. And that's the kind of thing where it feels so good around this person. um, But it's not, and you think, this is what it's always supposed to be, but it's really not because it's not realistic. Yeah. And that can often lead to... That type of situation is when it gets particularly difficult to identify the red flags and catch it early that somebody might not be the best for you. Do you know what I mean?
0: Yes. And uh I this makes me think of how our puritanical society, I'm going to get really deep here folks. I apologize in advance, but put your seatbelts on. Um <laughs> The the puritanical elements of our society here in America, especially when it comes to sex and relationships, has effed over many generations in terms of what we think good relationships look like and should be. You know, if, if, uh, if certain facets of our society had their way, there would be no sex before marriage, there would be no bodily autonomy, there would be no, you know it's this weird, it's this weird idea of relationships that got stuck in the 1950s, you know, the late forties, early fifties, even in the 1950s, that wasn't, you know, yes, that's what everybody wanted. And that's what media portrayed as like, this is what everybody's doing. This is how every relationship looks. That wasn't the reality on the street, you know? And so when I hear you talk about like people who have these whirlwind relationships or like they have this huge physical attraction and mm-hmm. then you know it goes downhill we need we as a society you know generally and as individuals specifically need to be okay with being attracted to people. We need to be okay with if I'm an adult and that other person's an adult and we end up, you know, we're really attracted to each other, and we make out and have a one-night stand, whatever. It's, we should be okay with, like, that happened. Cool. I had a great night. We enjoyed each other's company. We fooled around. It was fun. That's... It can just end right there, and that's fine. Nobody's used up. Nobody is worse off than they were before, nobody's like a slut or anything or like, there's so much sex shaming in the world. It's like, just stop. You know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, i know I went on a diatribe, but I think that's a good way to avoid a lot of toxic relationships as well as, is seeing them for what they are right away and being okay with it. Like,
1: <clears throat> right.
0: Hey, yeah, this person's super attractive and we had a great night, but I, am I expecting us to get married and have 3.5 kids? No. Like we went out and had a couple of drinks and had a fun night. That's what adults do. That's totally fine.
1: Mm-hmm. You know. Mhm. Yeah. I mean, I think expectations can play a part with it too. Um, if you're in a place where you really want a friend, or make a new friend, or a partner, mm-hmm. then you tend to like. Sometimes people tend to hold on longer because they really want it to work and minimize maybe red flags or things that aren't going to work out. And then end up, you know, eventually getting to a place where they'll tell me, like, I've wasted my time with this person. Why didn't I do this sooner? Or whatever the case may be. Um, So it's like really being honest with yourself, too, about why you're in this relationship with this person. What does this person bring? I mean, recently for myself, I've been doing a lot of that evaluating. It's Mm -hmm. been a, a thing. Of just really evaluating the people I'm spending my time with and giving my energy to. And would they, do they, do they give me the same energy and time? Do they care for me the way I care for them? And trying to, not like write people off per se, but just that's the people I'm trying to surround myself with. And that's the case with any type of relationship. But we waste a lot of time in these dynamics with people that aren't good for us, toxic or whatever you want to call it sometimes we're not even sure what the reasons are right or it's maybe it's a longtime friend but it's always been unhealthy but we don't know how to say this isn't working out for me anymore um I think people sometimes don't feel like they have the power and the control to be able to end a relationship doesn't mean you're a jerk if you decide that somebody's not good for you that's another part of it, mm-hmm. especially with friendships. People don't realize you can break up with a friend. Like it's a thing. It mm. can happen. Mm-hmm. And if the person is not adding to your life, in fact, if, and even worse, if they are bringing you down for whatever reason and it's been going on for a long time and maybe you've addressed it and it's not getting better, or they just are who they are and you know it's not going to change, then that that's, that that's not healthy for you. That's not somebody that makes you feel good about you and... and is there for you, etc. So that might be somebody that you think about. You don't have to, again, you don't have to be mean about it. Mm-hmm. Just somebody that you separate yourself from.
0: Yeah. And can we do away with the, the term friend zone? I think that's, yeah, I think that's terrible. Um, I
1: mean, you're in my friend zone.
0: Well, <laughs> thank you. Yes. <laughs> I hope <Just> so. <laughs> uh, but in terms of like, I, it's become this, this running joke and this weird kind of like, and it's usually from guys to women in terms of like, oh, she put me in the friend zone, and she doesn't want to date you. <laughs> that's that's that. Just accept it for what it is. There's no zone she's keeping you in. It's it. She wants to be your friend. That's yeah. Like that's another. That's another thing. This whole weird toxic relationship thing. It's like we 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 come at. I'm talking to guys now like we come at relationships from this really weird sports mentality of like there's winners and losers and like oh if I didn't get a date or we're not going out then I lost and I'm in like the penalty box or I'm on the bench or in the friend zone like no she doesn't want to date you like that's just call it what it is. It's not it
1: Sounds it's I think it's easier to say I'm in the friend zone than it is like she does not interested in me or attracted right. to me. Yeah. And that
0: you can't not not everybody is you're not everybody's cup of tea. No. Like not everybody's going to be attracted to you. Yeah. Y- you know? I mean, there's there's some people out there who don't think Brad Pitt is attractive.
1: Right.
0: There's people out there who don't think Halle Berry is attractive. Well, there's, where are they? I, I mean, I they're, <laughs> I don't want to know that. Women
1: or men. I never met anyone that doesn't think Halle Berry is attractive, but, but you're right. I you know what them. I mean? Like, I digress, yeah.
0: No matter who we can pick that's like, they're they're just objectively attractive, there's somebody going to be like, not for me, they're not. And yeah. that's okay. That goes back to the Sports Illustrated thing. Like, who cares what you think? Like... Your your opinion of your opinion is a lot higher than anybody else's. Right? You know, it's it's not the world does not revolve around you. Yeah. Oh boy. The ginger ale was. I,
1: I, I that guess ginger ale, so we. Delicious. I'm sorry. We were trying out new it. soda
0: today. I'm on a root beer kick, so I had root beer, but I got cranberry ginger ale. And Fantastic. it. Fantastic. Yeah.
1: Delicious.
0: I'm going to have Highly some recommend. after the show. But yeah, uh, plug for Canada try. <laughs> I'm just going to, we're just going to keep uh, saying corporation names until one of them Yeah, let's
1: just have an episode gives where we just us some like money. say one every minute. See if anyone
0: bites. <laughs> um, Any <laughs> of you to help. Well, uh, but yeah, hopefully this this has shed some light on what toxic means, uh, how people can be toxic, how relationships can be toxic. And how to notice them before they happen. And if they are happening, how to get out of them. And I think a lot of it, like you said, Mm -hmm. comes back to self esteem, self awareness, and open, strong communication. Just call things what they are, be honest. And, yeah, it's tough to be honest all the time. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hard for somebody to say, you know, I'm not attracted to you. Right. You're not my cup of tea. I just want to be friends with you. Yeah. yeah, that hurts. But you know what? It's okay because that's that person's decision. Yeah. And you can't change that. Yeah. And you can't take it as, like, a knock on on you or who you are. It's like, that just wasn't a connection. Mm-hmm. Move. You know, it's okay to move on to something else.
1: Yeah, and I know there's people listening that are in them or have been in them. I, I feel like this topic could be, we could do at least one more on. I <laughs> yeah. really would wish somebody would write in and, and share your situation. If you're struggling, we won't, it can be definitely be anonymous. We're happy to cover it, or we if could, you have any other get, thoughts. We uh,
0: could a, a voice altering software. Yes. So you sound like one yes. of those witness protection people. yeah.
1: But, you know, I think there's a lot to this topic, and we just sort of touched on it. So if any of you send us something on it, we will continue the conversation. If not, we'll probably move on to something right. else. Uh, but I'd love to hear, I mean, as I've always wanted to hear from people, um, hey, let me ask you something at Gmail if you have any thoughts or situations you want to <clears> discuss <throat> on this topic or any topic, actually.
0: Yeah. Um, you All of our contact information is in the show notes we are not hiding come at us yes Uh, you can find us Um, tell your friends and family share this show around Uh, we want to as always inspire more people ask more questions have more interesting conversations the world would be a much better place if we did that yes Um, yeah
1: you know thanks
0: and don't be toxic
1: don't be toxic. But go know. listen to yeah, Toxic say,
0: by Britney Spears. It's
1: perfect timing to go listen to that right now.
0: Always a jam. Yeah, always. Uh, and that's
1: it. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, everyone. Talk we'll see you next time.
0: time. Bye. Bye.